The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties which are so constantly enjoyed that we're prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. From Abraham Lincoln's 1863 Thanksgiving Proclamation. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajal Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for November 25th to December 2nd, 2011, the last quarter of the turkey moon. Here's some calendar events for this quarter moon. November 28th is the Islamic New Year, and it's also the birthday of the English mystical poet William Blake. November 29th, 1863. The Sand Creek, Colorado massacre of 400 peaceful Cheyenne and Arapaho by militia under Sunday school teacher William Chivington. <coughs> November 30 is the feast day of St. Andrew, the patron saint of Scotland, and it's also the birthday of Winston Churchill. Uh, here's a mountain report. Several recent mornings, the mountain's been snowy white at dawn, but changed back into her late fall colors as the morning light warmed her south flank. Most days she's decorated with tatters of mist, like the dance of the seven veils. Some unnatural events as we enter the season of darkness. Lights can be a curse. I grumble around the house just like my father, gone these 44 years, shutting off lights before I retire to bed. But when I'm done, the maddening little lights still glimmer, the digital clocks, the glowing power strip, the boxy numbers on the CD player, the LEDs, the parasitic lights that never go out, still spin the little disc in the electric meter and leave my little carbon footprints all over the atmosphere, despite all of my efforts. The street lights and the lights in the banks and the ATMs and the office buildings and the lights in the parking lots, the neon signs, they blind us to the skies. They never sleep. So when the power goes out, bathing the world in darkness and letting the soft stars shed their glow on our turning earth, I feel a deep calm and a brief green righteousness. And then, perversely, I cheer when the power comes back on again because natural events, lights can be a blessing too. As the curtains of night are daily drawn more closely around us and the sun crawls over the treetops later and slips beneath them earlier every day, we break our fast in twilight and eat our supper in the dark. Naturally, we light the lights. Little electric candles appear in the windows along the streets, and then a white and gold electric angel magically alighted from the heavens on the huge elm stump 
in front of our neighbor's house. One morning the old stump was bare, and by evening there she was standing with hands clasped, wire wings poised, gleaming and glittering in the dark. The dark and cold can be dangerous to the lonely hunter or traveler, but they can be just as dangerous to the lonely homebody. Fear, gloom, and depression may creep in with the cold drafts under the door. Rugged individualism can quickly turn from a virtue to a vice these days. And that is why we humans have gathered through the ages with our tribes to light the fires, sing the old songs, and tell the old stories at this season. No one commands us to do these things. No orders come down from on high. We simply follow the old faith and the wisdom of our hearts. It matters not so much with what tribe we gather, what lights we light, or what songs and stories we chant. They have been many and various through the ages. But it matters greatly that we do it. Our gatherings, our lights, our songs will signal the choirs of angels all over the planet where to flutter down to land so the whole world can give back the song that now the angels sing. Peace on earth, fear not, fear not. And here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. Here's the first from... Mary Baker Eddy. Sin makes its own hell, and goodness its own heaven. And from an old proverb, before you begin on the journey of revenge, dig two graves. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>